You're listening to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast, a podcast helping retail traders like yourself get better results. If you enjoy listening to cutting-edge options research and trading strategies that help you make consistent gains in the stock market, be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Jay Eric O'Rourke. Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and in this episode, I'm going to share a crisis alpha strategy to help protect you from losses during a black swan type event. And what I mean by crisis alpha is a strategy that looks to generate positive returns in times of high market stress, maybe a pullback or correction or a black swan. And crisis alpha is, you know, it's similar to a hedge, but it's also a little bit different. Crisis alpha can be used on its own as its own strategy. A hedge is often meant to offset losses in an existing position. But this strategy we're going to talk about today stands more on the side of crisis alpha versus a hedge. And it's a position or strategy to consider regardless of whatever other positions you may have. And it looks to generate alpha. And you can read that as making money when stocks are falling. Now, I titled the episode Crisis Alpha for Black Swan Events, but you're probably aware you cannot predict a black swan. And the whole point of this strategy is not to predict a black swan crash or anything or even predict a stock market correction or anything. But the way this strategy works is that by trading it consistently, it's going to conveniently get you into the strategy when the stock market first starts showing signs of stress. You don't have to wait for the event to happen. And that means you don't need to know when the event is going to happen. You just need to know that this this strategy is going to profit or look to make profits when that, that market stress starts to appear. So real quick, the way I discovered or came across this particular strategy was when I was working on developing, backtesting a quantitative trend following strategy. I refer to it as my pure alpha strategy for stocks and bonds. And we'll go over that you know in a, in a little bit. But I decided to go ahead and apply this, this quantitative trend following strategy uh, to volatility products. And given the recent coronavirus crash, the PL curve of going long volatility basically looked like a hockey stick. It was very, very flat. And once a market correction started to occur, especially the coronavirus crash, this thing just took off in profits. It was crazy. So um, we're basically applying the pure alpha quantitative trend following strategy to a volatility product. So now before we get into the strategy details, I know that listening to some of these things in a podcast, it can be a little bit difficult to kind of grasp everything. Uh, and many of you may do better with sort of a visual of everything. So what I did was create a podcast supporter option over on my website. So if after listening to the strategy, if you decide you want the video training and visually see some of the charts and things that, that I'm discussing today and really how the pure alpha strategy performs on other stocks and bonds and everything, you want the full the full training in video and, and charts, 
um, head on over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading, and you can find the $5 tier, and that's going to get you access to everything. Yes, it's only $5 to become a podcast supporter, and you're going to get access to the premium pure alpha video training. But we're going to walk through the entire strategy right now. So if you don't need the visual, that's cool too. And you can decide later though, if you want the training, it's, it's really up to you. So the pure alpha strategy is a quantitative trend following strategy that basically uses a moving average on two time frames to determine trade entries and trade exits. Very simple, two time frames, one moving average, and that's how we determine whether we go long or we exit a trade. In this episode, we're going to discuss the time frame of the weekly chart and daily charts. Those are going to be our two time frames. But in the video training I just mentioned, we also look at some other time frames. If you want a little bit more frequency of trades, you can you can shrink those down a little bit. So you know you can get to the day training uh, day trading type realm with that. In any case, on both time frames, we're going to be using the same moving average with the same look back period. So it's the same chart. It's just a weekly chart versus a daily chart. And what we're going to be using is the eight period whole moving average. The whole moving average is a type of weighted moving average that's a little bit more responsive than a simple or an exponential moving average, but it still has that sort of smoothing effect over price that, that you would expect from a moving average. So the whole moving average was created by Alan Hull. Um, that's the guy. And for the math nerds out there, if you want to look into how it's calculated and all that stuff, feel free to Google it. You can get some more information on the whole moving average. That's H-U- LL. So as most multiple time frame strategies go, the way this works is we're going to be trading in the direction of the larger time frame. So the case study we're going to look at today is the weekly chart. That's the, the larger time frame. I'll also mention that for the pure alpha strategy, we are only going to be taking trades in the long direction. There's no short trades for now. We're just looking at when to get long and when to exit. So when we look at the eight period whole moving average on the weekly chart. What we're going to be looking for is the slope of the HMA. That's the whole moving average. We want it to be sloping higher. And what that means is that the weekly average this week, wherever that dot ends up at the end of the week, needs to be higher than last week. So whenever your platform creates the line from last week's moving average to this week's moving average, if it's higher, then that's going to be an upsloping weekly moving average. And we're going to consider this a bullish situation. And that's going to have us to start looking at the daily chart for entries and exits. Now on the weekly chart, if the slope of the eight period whole moving average is sloping downward, then we're basically going to consider this to be bearish and we're not going to take this trade because again, we're tra only taking trades to the long side. So we're not even going to look at the daily chart for entries and exits if the weekly chart is pointing down. Again, we're only taking trades to the long side. So if the weekly chart is bullish though, uh, with an upsloping 8 HMA, then we're going to be looking at the daily chart. So once we get on the daily chart, we're going to use the exact same moving average in the same settings. We're using a 8 period HMA. And for the entry on the daily chart, we want the slope of the HMA to be turning up. So as the market goes up and down, and even in some kind of trend, it's going to go up for a few days. It might pull back a couple days. Well, in that pullback, that HMA is going to turn down. And when that HMA turns back up, that's going to be the entry of the trade. When the eight, inch, eight HMA slopes back down or pulls back and turns down, that's when you exit. So we're not dealing with any crossovers, no crossing below the average or crossing above the average. 
everything is based on the slope of the moving average. So that's the, the sort of te technical aspect of the pure alpha strategy. So let, let's just kind of recap it. When the weekly chart eight HMA is sloping upwards, that means it's already sloping upwards, we're gonna go long when the daily chart turns up, the slope of the HMA turns up, and then we're gonna exit a trade when the H eight HMA starts to turn down. This is what actually gets you out of the trade before you, you know, before a big crash or anything, because as soon as a few days of pullback starts to happen, you're gonna be exiting the trade and wait for that trend uh, to resume. So that's the basics of the technical, sort of technical analysis aspect. And now that we kind of have that sort of taken care of, um, let's talk about applying this strategy, which is ultimately a trend following strategy. We're going to be applying it to U, the, the ticker UVXY. And let's talk real quick about why we would want to even trade UVXY. So first, what is UVXY? Uh, the short version is this. UVXY is a one and a half time leveraged ETF that tracks short-term volatility. So it tries to sort of gain uh, one and a half times the VIX essentially. But it is similar to VXS, uh, which we've sort of discussed before. It tends to lose value over time due to the way that it's calculated. In the description or show notes of the podcast, and whether you're listening to the podcast or you're seeing this on YouTube, I'm going to put a link in there um, that I think is a really good article about all the aspects of UVXY. I don't want to go into all of that here. But in general, when the market starts to pull back or decline, volatility tends to increase and volatility volatility products such as UVXY, VXX, these things, they start to rally. So that's that's all you really need to know that it's a volatility product. And when it starts to rally, we're going to look to find a way to go long volatility using the pure alpha strategy I just talked about. So the idea here is that by applying the pure alpha strategy on UV, UVXY on a regular basis, you would be able to get some protection once a real sort of prolonged market pullback occurred, especially something like the coronavirus, or even uh, we had a nice little spike back in 2018. So when, again, the crisis alpha strategy isn't something you're going to make money on every month or week or whatever. It's really there um, to make money when that big move starts to happen. So we're going to discuss here a five-year look back performance of trading the pure alpha strategy on UVXY. And real quick, before we dive in, um, this is one of the parts where if you'd like to visually see the study, the chart, the parameters and all that stuff, I'm going to put another link in the description of this episode so you can go to the website and see the blog post. You don't need, you don't need a membership for this um, to just go look at the study results, but you can, you can check that out. Um, you don't need to sign up or anything like that. Just click the link and it'll take you to the blog post. So check that in the description uh, after listening. So the first thing I want to talk about is the P&L curve uh, for this strategy. Now, a lot of strategies, you would want kind of a smooth P&L curve going from the bottom left and then it kind of rising over time kind of thing. You, this The strategy on UVXY, the crisis alpha piece of it, that's not what it does. What it does is it spikes up. You get a period of a market, some kind of market pullback. You get a big spike in volatility. And that's where the bulk of the money is made. And then as volatility starts to contract, ultimately, if that weekly chart of the UVXY isn't bullish, then you're just not going to trade. So there's a lot of periods of time where you're not even trading the strategy. You're only trading it 
when that volatility, the weekly chart is how we measure it, starts to pick up or, or volatility starts to rise. In this case, we're looking at UVXY. So you get a lot of kind of volatility spikes where there's some profit, uh, but there's also a lot of um, losing trades, small losers where volatility spikes. And you guys know how it's been the past few years, at least before um, the Corona crash, where most volatility spikes were dips to be bought. Uh, and then volatility, you know, starts the volatility contraction would sort of resume. So when I'm looking at the chart of the PL curve, I get kind of a spike and then, you know, a little win and a little loss. And then you might not trade this at all for like a couple months. And then every, you know, three, four months, there might be a trade. You might make a little bit and give back. But where it really counts, and I'm going to talk about a spike in profit. And this was in um, 2018. And the profit profitability went from being up $16,000 all the way up to $20,000. So there was a big spike in profit here. And just as a reference, the way I set this trade setup was every trade entry would purchase $10,000 worth of UVXY. So it's kind of a steady purchase amount. And we're basing that off that. We're not doing number of shares. It's just $10,000 per trade. And we'll talk about those numbers here in a minute. But you get this really big spike in profit. And then again, it sort of plateaus a few winners, a few losers, that kind of thing. And then when the corona crash hit, you got a really big spike in volatility um, to the tune of three, 400% gain uh, with that particular, particular trade. So again, it's not a normal investment vehicle. It's a volatility product. And that's why we're, we're going to be looking at this as, as a crisis alpha strategy, because it does well, obviously, when there's some kind of uh, crisis. So let's run through the numbers. Uh, we're going to look at the profits and how much per trade. And you can see all the parameters. And again, I'll put the link in the description if you want to be able to visually read all this stuff and see the chart. Check that link in the description. Uh, after listening. So the look back period was from July 2015 to March 2020, went back five years. The per trade allocation was $10,000 per trade. So every time that pure alpha long signal triggered, we the strategy would buy $10,000 worth of UVXY. So that changes over time, but it's kind of a consistent amount that we can base our, our sort of look back on. Um, so over the last five years, there was 46 trades. So it's not a high frequency trade. The win rate was a measly 37%. So I know some people have a hard time with that, especially, you know, if you follow me, you know, I do a lot of credit spreads out of the money. And if we got a 37% win rate on out of the money credit spreads, there would be a serious problem. So this is a little bit different. And, you know, you're, it's more of a home run hitter, if you will, as opposed to high win rate, and the risk is higher and that you're you're kind of risking that one loser. This one has a lot of losers. Is there's only a 37% win rate. But but check out these numbers. So with a $10,000 per trade, the average winner was $5,000. So that's a 50% gain uh, per trade. This is just an average, right? The average loss was about $830. So in con you know, think about that in context. It's only a 37% win rate, but the winners are like, I don't have the math in front of me, it's like six, seven times uh, larger than the losers, right? The average win duration of the trade for the winning trades was about 11 days, and the average loss duration that you'd be in the trade is about four days. Uh, here's the, the interesting part. So with your $10,000 trading the 46 trades over the last five years, 
it netted $70,000 in profit. That is non-compounding, meaning we just, you know, no matter how much money we made or, or, or the strategy made, it still only took a $10,000 per trade. So it's not a compounding number. But ultimately, your $10,000 um, in this strategy turned into $70,000 with these 46 trades. Obviously, this is a back test. You're never gonna achieve the exact same numbers. It could be less, it could be more. But we're, we're this is sort of a foundation that, we're, that I'm trying to lay here with this strategy. So the back test is very promising. Again, $10,000 you started with and you had $70,000 in profits. And half of those profits came from the corona crash. One other takeaway that I like to point out: this the, the is the trade duration, and, and you haven't seen the other studies yet. If if you if you actually want the video training, you'll see this. But the average winner was about 11 days, 11 12 days, and the average loser, you were in it for four or five days. This is very consistent with the way that this applied to other tickers, and we're looking at some leveraged products uh, like SSO, TQQQ. We're gonna be looking at bonds. Um, we're, we're looking at gold and oil. We're, we're, we're applying this across several asset classes. Um, but I thought that was interesting when the way UVXY performed, even though it doesn't trade like a stock or whatever, uh, it doesn't, you know, because it's always losing value over time. The actual win, the win duration um, of the trades and the loss duration, 11 and four, uh, were very similar across regular products. So that was kind of interesting to me. So just to recap the actual technical aspect of the trade, uh, the way we were looking at UVXY was looking at the weekly chart of UVXY with the eight whole moving average, eight period. And when the eight, when the moving average would start to slope up, we would then take a uh, buy signal to the long side based off the daily chart, where if the average was sloping down, we would exit. Or if the average uh, turned back up, we would enter the trade and no options here. We were just straight buying $10,000 worth of UVXY per trade. And, and when I say they, um, I'm saying the, the software that we're using, I did this uh, in, in Thinkorswim. Um, so it's an interesting study. Again, 37% win rate, made about $70,000 using a $10,000 per trade allocation. So don't forget to check the link in the description if you'd like to see the performance chart, the stats and all that stuff. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to the podcast, sharing it on your favorite social network. I'd really appreciate it. You guys have a great day and we'll see you at the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. To join our community of options traders, head on over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading for details. But before you go, you should know that everything discussed on this podcast and in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice of any kind.